You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. Top of the morning to you and happy Monday. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. And there's a couple centimeters getting dusted off the skate this morning. There were a couple of centimeters yesterday. More importantly, though, there was some ice yesterday that caused a delay, particularly to to Garbo yesterday. What with the precip we had and the cool temperatures that came in overnight. Quite a lot of ice yesterday. But speaking of cold temperatures... (laughs) <laughs> Burr. Oh yeah, you're looking at minus 15 at the rendezvous and roundhouse right now with the Arctic outflow that's due to stick around uh, through tomorrow. A little bit of warm air to come our way. I say warm, warmer, uh, less cold air. It really is the more accurate way to put it. And some precip. Mixed reports on how much we're going to get, but hopefully 10 plus centimeters tomorrow night through to Wednesday morning. But today a really clear day expected and these north northwesterly winds to bring us some really cool temperatures. Yeah, Pig Alley minus 14. The village, in fact, really quite cool right now too. Just um, minus six. And we have a special weather statement, in fact. In fact, let me give you the valley weather shortly. So for today, clear skies, beautiful visibility, but an alpine high of like minus nine may be expected with this cold Arctic outflow. So yeah, brr. Rins is expected to be around maybe 40 kilometers an hour, seeing winds of that speed around the Horseman Hut and the peak right now, but lower elevations that we'll be skiing at just about 24 um, to 30 k's an hour. So today's day to wear those electric socks, make sure you pack some extra little hand warmers, regular brakes, because it's going to be a shock to the system, minus 15 for sure, but beautiful views abound but obviously a limited amount of runs i was trying to do the math here just looking at potentially oh eight open on blackcomb and oh just 12 on whistler although the official website is recording say 24 runs that would be out of a total like 273 uh, 71 trails to be open but 23 runs on our mountains mandatory download of course in effect and just 13 lifts spinning francis chair accommodating for red not spinning just yet and the highest lift operating on black cone being jersey cream but cat skin is spinning excel uh yeah and it'll be quieter today what with the sunday traffic yesterday <laughs> i myself had a bit of a delay around 4 p.m heading southbound you know it just takes a little while for that bottleneck to clear and then yeah it, it goes pretty fast but yes yeah, sunday night traffic it is back it's a thing you're gonna want to plan for it going forward for sure But after it being American Thanksgiving, you can expect today will be a lot quieter on the hill. But I was reading a report from yesterday about some people heading up to Metal Dome. Well, here's your avalanche forecast issued from last night about avalanche conditions and danger. Looking at moderate rating for alpine and treeline along with low below treeline. With still, uh, yes, some uh, one to two size storm slabs and a size 1.5 actually natural storm slab avalanche reported from yesterday. So still 10 to 30 centimeters of snow uh, accumulated by sun 
Sunday morning at upper elevations. You know that we, yeah, I mean, look at Friday. There was easily 10 to 20 in spots. So the strong southwest winds as well have quickly impacted any loose snow and exposed terrain. But there is a snow-covered crust at upper elevations and some moist snow lower down. So where the snowpack is growing, there's a weak drought layer. And that's down by about 20 to 50 centimeters now. And that layer consists of some hard wind-affected snow in the Alpine surface hoar or faceted snow in sheltered areas and then a crust on solar aspects and in all aspects below 2200 meters so below that layer there's several other facet crust interfaces existing in the snowpack too but that one that rain freeze crust from being reported on from the 10th of november too so yeah, train features, of course, are poking through as well that built this building snowpack, and that ranges from like 80 to 150 centimeter base in the Alpine, but just a 50 to centimeter tree line base. So, yeah, great information for you there. That's your avalanche uh, report for the, uh, yeah, issued from 4 p.m. yesterday. And let's talk about the valley weather because you're going to want to know. Uh, yeah, yesterday's high of 2.5 will not be seen today because we have a special weather statement in effect for today going through tomorrow with potential for strong winds with this outflow coming in tomorrow and sub-zero temperatures too. Obviously a cold wind chill today. And then some snow with potentially significant accumulations uh, for us and it could well translate to freezing rain for lower lying areas like Squamish. That could well affect your drive on the Cedar Sky too over the next couple of days with the developing low pressure following in on this high pressure today's high pressure. So that's disturbance, uh, upper level disturbance is going to bring us the flurries and the snow Tuesday through Wednesday, but still cool temperatures. Mm. Yeah, more on that weather tomorrow, but today a sunny day is going to be cold to protect your skin for sure. So weather uh, road-wise, what does that mean? Yeah, I mentioned yesterday being Sunday, the return of that traffic. People are still asking about the Porto Cove rock scaling that's happening. It ain't December 9th yet. That's when it's due to finish. So uh, that rock stabilization still causing delays between 9 p.m. and 6 a.m. with single lane alternating traffic. So if you have plans to get to the airport or somewhere crucial, give yourself plenty of time for sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah, potential for really cold conditions and what with that precip yesterday, not yesterday, day before Saturday night and the freezing temperatures, some ice in areas which is actually hazardous for walking on, take it super easy on your walks, be aware there could well be some ice and freezing rain potentially over the next couple of days. Mm. What about events today? It being a Monday, well, there's a games night at the library tonight from 7 p.m. until 9, along with a uh, Getting Started in Whistler program from the library between 2.30 and 4 p.m. And that's a four-week program, actually. They've And so this is their... I think the second week, uh, about, in fact, third week by now, wasn't it? So this will be the loony, toony, Canadian slang uses, mispronunciations at your workplace, that kind of thing. Uh, a really great opportunity if you're new to town to socialize and and get, uh, yeah, get a bit more accustomed to some ways that might seem, uh, yeah, just a bit jarring or strange and different, help you assimilate. But at the same time, it's nice to keep some words. That's what makes Whistler great. So many of us here are real melting pot, right? Uh, the Community Book Club is tonight as well. I mentioned that last week. Uh, and there won't be one through December. Next book club will be on January. If you want to get involved with that, a great time to pick up the book. You've got plenty of time to read it. 
Happening tonight at the GLC is the Winter Blast Off Party, as opposed to like the Garden Party that the Case of the Mondays do. They're hosting a, a tr- like a tropical house uh, techno house uh, night tonight at the GLC from 9 p.m. Tickets are 20 bucks. The Hair Farmers are playing at Merlin's for Apre today. Really hope you made it to a whole lot of lead on Saturday. But did you see the video of Logan Bahoda that he released yesterday, straightlining Davies Dervish? So Davies Dervish, lookers left of like Glacier Creek uh, Lodge, is used to be the steepest run on the World Cup mogul circuit. Logan Bahoda, local sledder, uh, yeah, decided to straightline it like through all that foliage. It, yeah, it gets your heart rate up for sure. Lots of discussion on that about, <laughs> well, um, yeah, uh, just how sketchy it is. Yeah, that's uh, got my everybody's attention recently. But what should have your attention too is, I was chatting about this with COO Jack Bu- Jeff Buckheister off air the other day when he came to Man FM for an interview about the backcountry access for uh, Garibaldi Park for Whistler and Blackcomb. They've actually dropped their backcountry tickets down to 45 dollars that's down from but yeah 17 dollars from last season and addition to those changes of the upper routes for the park the time restricted access to the south route on black Coe mountain has been extended by half an hour from 5 a.m until 9 30 a.m and a lot more details about that in the black Coe bench and uh, the accelerator connector as well, but that unmaintained winter route. Uh, all online, available at the peak. You're going to be really interested in that for sure. So uh, don't don't miss yeah getting all that intel. Because I heard a rumor, my buddy Sago and Kumi, they camped not one, but two nights at the base of Whistler to be able to go up the gondola first, get first chair. They got some prizing for being uh, overnight there. They actually watched the World Cup. They watched Japan in the World Cup from their laptops in there, you know, cooked some hot meals, stayed warm. And a rumor has reached my ears. I asked Sago if he got first chair. He said he did. And other people are saying, no, there's somebody in the singles line actually got ahead of them. Who? let that happen okay it's a big faux pas if it did but I don't want to churn the rumor mill but surely if you got in the singles line having seen people camp out you would not have gone first chair anyway you'd have let them go so I'm not going to harbor that negativity Sago Kumi it's amazing that you did not one but two nights are camped out to be able to get first chair and uh, that is something to be celebrated well done the something to be celebrated too, and this I'm really pumped on. I really hope it's as good as it used to be. I need to go check this out because the tie bowl is back at the rendezvous, and I'm pretty invested because. Uh, yeah, don't ever eat one and try and climb the chimney. Did that once. Not a good idea. It's a big feed. So love to just snack and then work up a feed to eat one of those things and ski out. And they're back. Better food in truncated, stagn- you know, like uh, truncated form is coming back to the F&B operations at Whistleback Home. So yeah, more exciting options for us. Super good. And I hope you got to check out yesterday, not on WB, but either the Bratz Biz uh, Youth Market that was happening at the Squamish Lillard Cultural Center over the weekend, or the Artisan, or both. Yeah, both, of course. The Artisan Market was happening at the Fairmont Chateau too. There was some amazing stalls, amazing arts and crafts and gifts for people. I loved those little Christmas ornaments that were fundraising for the Speckled Bear in Peru. 
awesome, awesome stuff there. So hope you got some great gifts and got to meet some awesome local businesses, including, by the way, Mountain Meal Prep. Megan, thank you so much for the vegan burrito bowl. I can't wait to try that. Amazing that you're local for all those dehydrated meals for all our backcountry needs. I'm super pumped. But let's do it with a few birthday shout outs. Some amazing whistle rights to give a shout out to, including Tamara Lashley. It's, uh, is it Tamara? Is it Tamara? Tamara doesn't mind how you pronounce the name, which is uh, one of her amazing qualities. So happy birthday, Tamara. It is Cole Stefuk's birthday too. You'll remember Cole from the afternoon show at Mountain FM. He's now in Lethbridge, Alberta. He's a Squamish alumnus. So happy birthday to you, along with Lissantre. Yeah, with Liz Tremblay. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Liz. Yeah. Some amazing throwbacks for you here from Stinkies on the Stroll. I hope you're recovering from football day there yesterday. Uh, But this one's from 1922, 100 years ago. Captain Cyril Turner, he was in the RAF, right? He gave his first skywriting exhibition in New York City, and he spelled out, Hello, USA, call Vanderbilt 7200. And do you know how many people called? 47,000. Yeah, 100 years ago today. Pretty amazing. In 1907 in Haverhill, Massachusetts, scrap metal dealer Louis B. Mayer opened his first movie theater. Mm -hmm. In 1895 on November 28th, America's first auto race uh, organized by the Chicago Times Herald was held and it was Chicago to Evanston and back. So six cars. It was 55 miles and Frank Durier won averaging seven miles per hour. (laughs) (laughs) Does that blow your mind? Yeah, amazing. Uh, What is amazing is that on this day in 1893, women voted in the national election of New Zealand for the first time. That was the first time that women were granted the vote. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 1893. Uh, Also, on this day in 1919, American-born lady Nancy Astor was elected as the first female member of the British House of Commons. Yeah, in 1919. And in 1967, the first radio pulsars were detected by British postgrad Jocelyn Bell Burner and her supervisor at Cambridge University. Mm-hmm. But love this one from 1991, hey? Nirvana, they recorded a performance for Top of the Pops, right? If you're British, you know what Top of the Pops is. But they were asked to limp, lip sync. Kurt Cobain was not impressed with that pre-recorded, yeah, the fact they had to do it. So for Spells Like Teen Spirit, what they actually, what he did, he sang an octave lower, uh, imitating Morrissey when he did it and attempted to eat his microphone at one point. And he also changed some of the lyrics, exchanging the opening line from load up on guns, bring your friends to load up on drugs, kill your friends. So if you want to have a laugh, uh, well, not a laugh, well, yeah, <laughs> rewatch that one on YouTube, see if you can spot a couple lyric differences. But yeah, that happened on this day in 1991. boy. Uh, I got a little joke for you. I have to memorize this one because it's from a good friend, Sarah Steele. Uh, she said she found a spider in the house the other day. She called it Cotton Eye Joe. Where did you come from? Where did you go? <laughs> Love that one. Uh, today's track of the day is from uh, an LA duo called uh, Phantoms. I've been digging quite a lot of their tracks, actually. Uh, very electronic, for sure. 
And apparently two teenage actors, Carl Kaplan and Vinnie Pogola, yeah, they formed Phantoms. They're actually playing celebrities this coming Saturday. You can grab a ticket for like 25 bucks. And I'm loving quite a lot of their tracks, but the one from their album Disconnect that I'm really digging right now, this track of the day is called Designs For You. I think it's going to be a great track to shred to throughout your winter. So hope you dig it. It's uh, on. It's your track of the day. And I'm going to have to cut her there. I'm going to send you on your way. I will see you on the hill. I'm going to brave the cold, stretch the legs some more, have a few runs. Maybe I'll see you up there. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.